In this week's podcast, we're going to speak with Jaquin Maddox from Yours by Design events. And she's going to share with us her story, her pandemic pivot story and what she did to keep her business going. And you're going to get some ideas and inspiration from what she's done. And hopefully you can maybe apply some of the the ideas into your business and thinking outside of the box. So, but before we do that, I want to give you some marketing essentials to take on your marketing journey on this expedition that we're going on and want to share with you how to work with a marketing agency. If you've never done it before, some things that I want you to know before you go down that path and what it is that you can do. And maybe you already do work with an agency and maybe there's just some things that you can be reminded about what it's like to work with an agency like ours. So first things first, choosing the right partner. When we say partnership, right? We want to have a partnership with our clients. And so we want to make sure that they're the right fit for us and that you want to make sure that they're the right fit for you and what our capabilities are as an agency, uh, what areas of expertise we have, if it's a good fit, right? Not just that, but also how do we work together and how is it that we're going to, you know, jive and share and, and be able to create together? Think about the agency. Do they have access to the resources that they need to support you? How long have they been involved with their their contracts and in their agencies that they've got? Is it a good fit, right? Think about choosing the right partner. Number two of ways to work with a marketing agency Early on, you're going to want to make sure that all the expectations are set and met, and you want to make sure that you express what it is that you're hoping to accomplish and what success would look like, what kind of, you know, things are you wanting from your agency? How do you want to communicate with them? How do you want the campaigns to go and and what's the deliverables that you want and understanding what all of those expectations are as much as you can up front so that way as you move forward, you know what those are and that way the agency is able to perform to what you're expecting them to do, right? Number three, be open and transparent about what it is that you want to develop in the relationship with your agency. Ask for clarifying questions about uh, the different things that they can do for you as an agency, right? Uh, if if, If we as an agency want to know more information and need to get more information from you, uh, allow clarifying questions to be asked as well as you build and develop uh, the estimates that you're doing or the proposals that you're putting together. If you have questions, ask them, don't be afraid, be proactive. The more proactive that you can be, the better you're gonna have in that relationship with your agency. Number four, establish how you're gonna communicate specifically, whether it's different technologies that you're using, whether it's task assignments, if you're using things like Slack or Trello or Asana or uh, whatever, Google Hangouts, doesn't matter. I just want to figure out how we're going to communicate together if you are to work with us as an agency. And then a number five, trust, but verify, right? You want to make sure that you're doing what needs to get done, especially right up front, right? You want to make sure that everything is going well, that you, you know, ask those questions and and start to build and develop that trust over time, right? Your agency is going to need to figure out how to navigate and how to best market with you and how to best get your brand built, right? And so 
establishing that trust, uh, but verifying, right? <laughs> we want to make sure that what we're doing is well done. And so that's a good thing. It's some checks and balances in place uh, to get the best results that you possibly can. We say superior outcomes is our desired goal, right? We want superior outcomes. So how can you help with that to make sure that that's happening? Number six, remain clear and concise with your communications, not just the channels that you're wanting to use, but how you're going to make that happen and have smooth communication often, right? Especially up front, you often need to communicate how things are going, what things are doing, you know, what kind of feedback can you give? Feedback is a gift, right? I, I say that uh, one of my mentors, um, Ron Price, he's also a client too. That's what he says. Feedback is a gift. And when you give it, you know, that's, it's a good thing, right? And then we need to to receive it. And then when you receive feedback, right, don't def deny, defend, or blame. Just say thank you. You can continue to ask those clarifying questions. Number seven, listen to us. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it seems so trivial, but it's true. Just listen, right? You have hired an agency to give you those recommendations, right? They're based on ex expertise and years of, of experience, right? So trust and, and listen to what we want to help do, right? Help communicate across. So listening and trusting your experts that you've hired, the agency that you want to work with will serve you as your trusted advisors. Um, so make sure that you listen to that advice. And, and, you know, if we need to pivot or do something differently or slightly tweak it or pull a lever or a knob in order to make something work better, communicate that, right? But you hired the agency because you want experts to help you do what needs to get done, right? So please prepare to listen to what we have to say. <laughs> Seems simple enough. Number nine, do focus on the outcomes. Focus on those superior outcomes that we want to work together to make that a priority. Sometimes people will get bogged down in the little minutiae and the little individual tactics and tasks and things that need those little things can bog us down and, and be a bottleneck. But really the, the whole outcome is what you want to focus on, right? Focusing on the outcome as your priority will help tremendously. And then the other one, get to know the whole team, the whole, all of us at the agency, right? With your team and, and our team as an agency, if you chose us, for example, you will have your designated person that you're going to usually connect with and contact with, but getting to know the whole team is helpful, especially now when we can zoom in and do the things that we can do, but meeting with all of the team members really can help get a sense for uh, overall, like how you operate, what you, your goals are, and really coming straight from the horse's mouth, if you will, right? We want to listen and hear from, from you just as much as you want to hear and listen to, to us as a team. And, uh, you know, multiple brains sometimes are better than one. So collaborating and brainstorming together uh, can really help you. So getting to know all of the team. And then, of course, remain flexible. That's what I would say. Like, if we, you know, create new tactics or come up with new ideas uh, that maybe we didn't know about before. Maybe there's new technologies or new trends that we want to look at. Don't be afraid to allow us to shake things up a little bit because uh, it really could be all the difference to help you really improve those results, especially if something's not working quite right. Let us be flexible. Let us, you know, do the things that we need to do in order to get to those results that we need to get to. Don't be so rigid, right? Remaining flexible can really, really help with an agency partner partnership and working together to make sure that you are continuing to build your brand and your bottom line. 
All right, so thank you for listening to the Marketing Essentials Weekly Tips here. One more thing before we get to the podcast that I want to tell you about, and that is the Stash app. And uh, if you've never heard of it before, it basically is a banking and investing and stock market where you can buy stocks and and trade them uh, on your own on this app. Go to peppershock.com slash offers and utilize the link that's there and then you'll get $20 of stock and so will I. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the Stash app is a place for investing for real people. And uh, it really is. It's an app for banking, saving, investing. You get a card, you can stock up. So you've heard of where you get change back from a debit card that you use. Every little pieces of change that you get, they they can save that up and you can stock up on stocks. So anyway, go to peppershock.com slash offers and you can utilize my link. All right, so without further ado, let's get to the podcast. Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Peppershock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition community. And today's guest I have with me, Jaquin Maddox, and she is a native of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and has lived in Denver, Colorado since 1984. And she's the mother of one daughter and the grandmother of three grandsons. I can hardly believe you're a grandma, just saying. (laughs) So thank you, you, but you look, you look great. Um, And since 1986, Jaquin has worked for the University of Colorado and she's a program coordinator at the Ann Schultz Medical Campus of Aurora, Colorado. Did I say that right? And shoots. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And <laughs> Center of American Indian and Native American Health. Since 2003, she has been an event planner and coordinator for a variety of events and has worked with a host of organizations, personal groups, and churches. And she's also volunteered as the contract to work with organizations within Colorado, including Planned Parenthood, Baptist Minister Conference of Metro Denver, Colorado, Black Women for Political Action, and the Mountain Region Black Economic Summit. She's a member of the Event Planners Association and the Colorado Black Biz Group and the Planners Vault, to name just a few, and a newly certified pandemic compliance advisor. We're definitely gonna have to talk about what that is. Uh, And in December 2020 and January 2021, she was featured in the interview series in Thrive Global and Authority Magazine. And then March, 2021, she'll be speaking as a guest at the Roundtable Talk Show, Ask Sharisha. And she's an active member of the Ebenezer Baptist Church of Denver since joining on Sunday, January 31st, 2016. She is honored to serve as a member of the trustee ministry, including property subcommittee as the executive assistant to the senior pastor. You are just a busy gal, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Although you've been a late bloomer to launching a business in the event planning industry, she is not new to the industry and has been tagged to be the favored up and coming event planner of Colorado, an event slayer in her own right. Welcome to the show, Jaqueline. How so wonderful to have you here today. (laughs) <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. 
So let's just get started with this interview of you. Um, so first things first, let's kind of, uh, the, uh, the one thing that I really want to know and find out because you're an event planner and of course the pandemic has kind of threw us all for, for a loop in this world. And yes. I want to know, okay, what is a pandemic compliance advisor? What is that? What do you do with that? What is that you're doing in that role? In that role, I go in and I work with the actual venue and make sure that they have all the things in place. But me as an individual, it would be putting together a sheet where folks would sign in. We take their temperature. We make sure that there are um, sanitation stations all around in the different areas. And uh, a, a compliance officer also arrives at the same time that the event planner does and stays to the end. So those two are like two important people um, at the event. So what I did was I took this course to get all the ins and outs of the um, of the compliance, you know, what we're going to need going forward. And a lot of people don't know about this. And I'm sure that a lot of people will want to um, incorporate this once they find out about it, because it just ensures your security, your safety, and let folks know that you've taken that extra step to make sure that they're going to be safe and secure. And most of the time they appreciate that. And it's actually, from what I've learned, will actually turn into a position for someone that this is all they do. They go to these events, make sure the paperwork is gathered um, and make sure that uh, the, you know, the sanitation stations are there, the proper signage, um, just to work with them to make sure that they're doing their part. They being not only the folks at the event, but also of the venue as well. Fantastic. And so tell me, what kind of led you to creating your own business? It's, you know, your bio, you said that you've been in the industry for a long time, but what kind of was the first thing that sort of made you kind of propel into that area to where now you are the business owner? My love for event planning started back when I was uh, planning events for my family. You know, the Christmas parties, the, uh, the picnics in the summertime and the gatherings for the birthdays, it just turned into be my job. And I really enjoyed it so much that that was when I realized, you know, this is something that I really love to do. And I want to continue to do this. So that's what started it all. Um, now that, and then once we went into the pandemic, it gave me the opportunity to not only fine tune my skills, I was able to go ahead and launch myself as an official business. I'm about three years from retirement, three to five years mm -hmm. if I want to stay. Um, so I wanted to go ahead, take advantage of this time. I wanted to, you know, as I say, I've been given these lemons. I want to make some lemonade. Now I had all this time on my hands. I had the time to um, make myself a better me. And I went ahead and started, you know, just going, uh, taking lots of online classes, webinars, being involved with different groups. And so the time that I was given was perfect. It was sad, the time that I, the reason why I was given this time, but I wanted to take advantage of that time and make myself official. 
I think that's great. I love how the, you know, you making events for, for your family and all the things just spurred into this idea of being able to manage and do all of these wonderful things that you've been able to do and, and create and make happen. And, yes. and so let's talk a little bit about the journey through um, maybe BC, I call it before, before COVID, right? Um, <laughs> the cool events that you've been a part of and just, um, you know, what is it that you did? How did you, you know, obviously we're going on a marketing expedition here. We're going on a journey. Um, I love to always kind of find out how you you know, <laughs> how did you get people to show up? What is right. it, you know, some of the things that you did. So let's back up before COVID and, and tell me about some of these events that you've gotten an opportunity to participate in and, and run and do. Pre-COVID, I had the opportunity. I was approached by this awesome couple to do a wedding and not just a regular wedding, a two-day wedding, something that I hadn't done before. So of course my ears sparked up and it got those creative juices going. Um, before I even was like, oh no, I can't do this. It was just the total opposite. So that was great. I learned so much um, about doing a two-day wedding and it was, it was a delight. It was a lot of work, but I wouldn't have changed it for the world. And I was just so blessed to have such an awesome, wonderful bride and groom. I didn't have a bridezilla and I didn't have a groomzilla. So they made it that much easier. So that was an awesome event which turned into now a lifelong friendship. We still actually keep in touch now. We get together as much as we can. We haven't been able to get together, obviously, for COVID, but uh, we still keep in touch and we try to get together at least once every other month. So a wonderful, beautiful friendship formed out of that. I was also approached by the president of the CBWPA, which is the Colorado Black Women for Political Action, to be the chair over their annual tribute luncheon. And I uh, did that in 2015. I was approached by the vice president, the then vice president, to do this again in uh, 2019. When, and that went well. That, that's a great event. It's a fundraiser uh, for their organization. And they honor five women, one of which is a youth uh, from the community. And there's a, a wonderful luncheon. They have a speaker. And um, they have a black marketplace where community um, work businesses from the community can come and, and um, display their, you know, their business and what they sell. And also there's a place for the upcoming elected, elected officials are also attend, attend that event as well. So that was two great things. Um, and then also I was able to work with um, my church to put together a musical that was birthed from the vision of our minister of music, um, which we, which he calls one night with the King, where we have different, um, beautiful, very talented uh, musicians and singers from the neighborhood, from the community, for actually from the state of Colorado to come and bring us music. And he picks a different person each year. And it, it started out from one year and we would have celebrated our fifth year this past uh, December. But because of COVID, once again, we were not able to do that. So those are three of the wonderful um, events that I did that um, was a turning point in my event planning career. Okay, let's talk about what happened during the pandemic and ways that you kind of were able to continue on and keep going and, and keep, you know, the lights on, so to speak. What are some things that you did to get through the pandemic? Because we know that event space kind of completely transitioned and transformed, right? Tell me about how that happened for you. 
So what I did was I put to, I started putting together these small packages, all-inclusive packages, where it would be limited time, limited service, and it would speak to smaller gatherings, whether that be five people, up to 25 people, up to 50 people. And these packages seem to be um, very appealing to clients. Um, I didn't get a chance to really take advantage of that, but I am working with some clients now that are going to take advantage of that, doing these smaller, all-inclusive events. And it gives you limited time, limited service, you know, certain hours at the venue, the photographer, videographer, floral, and things of that nature, all included. You get the price and then it just makes it easier for everyone. Um, And then also I approached the restaurant industry and proposed using their private space to go in and put in some beautiful tablescape. They put together a menu, which we would treat like the, like they do the restaurant week. So we are going to, you know, use that approach, have a prefix menu, um, have it beautiful. And all they do is show up, have their gathering, and then they leave. Part of that uh, package my wonderful friend uh, Jeffrey B at Jeffrey B Jewelers is going to we're going to have a takeaway gift for them which is a wine glass charm so that when they leave they can take their charm with them Um, so that's going to you know we're looking forward to that I already have um, a restaurant on board to do that and I plan to approach other restaurants with the same idea so those are some things that I'm doing to speak to this COVID time but things are being you know released, you know, things are being eased, people are getting out, they want to gather, they want to, you know, celebrate. And my thing has always been, uh, don't wait, let's celebrate. So that's what we're hoping to do. I love that. Don't wait, let's celebrate. One way or another, we're going to do it, right? People still need to have that human connection one way or another, right? Zoom or not, right? Yes. (laughs) Uh, That's right. That's right. The packaging and just making it so simple that, you know, all you yes. need to do is just one thing and then suddenly now everything is just taken care of for you. That's, there that's you go. a great idea. And, and so tell me, what were some success stories? How, how did it work for you? What happened? How did people, uh, you know, utilize this, uh, this packaging together to make it happen? It's been very well received, Ray, um, to be quite honest. And I have folks that, not folks, I have clientele that want to take advantage of this all-inclusive packaging. And um, I'm also going to be doing a style shoot to further appeal to um, anyone that wants to do it so they can have a, you know, a, a more of a visual. Um, but it's been very successful it, it, and it worked exactly the way that I wanted it to work. I wanted it to be convenient and easy and then and worry free that was the main thing so it's been very well received and i look forward to and i'm sure it's going to continue to go on even throughout all of 2021 right yeah i agree i mean i I think people are going to do hybrid events or they're going to be you know um both in person and on zoom or some sort of video conferencing yes it's going to be continuing on and you know we're in the same situation where some of the events that we've been a part of where people who are working from home you know they are um busy doing like um you know, they're going to be on Zoom. They've got kids at home. They've got, you know, all this stuff going on. And so we've done some like care packages that we've sent. And in some cases, yes, yes. You know, beer and wine and, you know, all the things. That yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's been great. We, we partnered with um, a local brewery that did the delivery of all of the swag 
from the uh, main event that we were doing with like all the sponsors and all of the people that, you know, ha had to be a part of it that otherwise you would nice. get you know, swag stuff, stuff we all get right swag. And, and so, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we just sent it with the beer company and then they delivered, you know, the, the beer and wine and all the little papers and things that need to go with the conference and all that kind of fun stuff. And right. yeah, so I think um, people are getting really creative. They've had to get really curious yes. on how to deliver you know this the service of being able to still connect still be a part of you know people still need to learn things still need to do events right we still need yes. to you said, connect and be around each other even if it's on a screen right <laughs> like that's right now, that's you know, right you're in Colorado I'm in Idaho this could maybe not have happened you know we, we weren't used to doing this as much as we are now <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. It's so been amazing. Cool. Yeah. I remember helping so many people get on zoom. We've been using zoom for like three or four years. Cause we allow our, our staff to work from home, you know, once a week anyway. And so we were just like already ready to go, but there are so many people who have never worked remotely or have ha never had to use a video conferencing tool. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see, like, speaking of the future and how, how things are going to, you know, kind of pan out, like, do you see um, kind of just being able to expand your business in many, many different ways now and being able to offer these, you know, kind of done for you packages and, and, and across different industries, like you said, weddings and, you know, I don't know, what are, what are your goals? What do you want to see out of this as a result of this, you know, perfectly timed pivot that you had to do. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to see is people gathering and being happy again. Mm -hmm. People being able to gather together and not worry about being together. People being together and not worrying about how they're going to get together and what's going to happen once they get there. I want to be that person that puts all of these things together in a nice little package and puts a pretty little bow on it and says, this is all I need you to do. I'll take care of the rest. Mm -hmm. This is going to work for not only weddings, but I also do corporate and social events, whether that be, and mostly milestone events is what I'm doing. Um, and people like knowing what they're going to get and how much it's going to cost. Mm -hmm. That's a major pain point. And that's what I want to continue to speak to, even when we do open up. And that's why I have so many contacts, vendors of all types, photographers, videographers, decorators, uh, venues, um, different things that you need to bring your event together, whether that's a chair company, a linen company, everything that they need. I want to be that one that gives them everything that they need so they don't have to go here and get this, go there and get that. More, more than a one-stop shop, but it's like, if I go here, I know I'm going to get everything I need. And that's what I'm hoping for. And that's what I want to do going forward, no matter if it's five people or if it's 500 people. Just want to make it beautiful, effortless, and timeless. I love that. Uh, <laughs> so okay, let's talk about how you were able to get the word out about your business and things that you did to help promote yourself during this time and, and beyond, like what, what you're planning on doing now. But how did you, I mean, obviously you, you told people about it, but, you know, word of mouth happens. But what are some things that you did specifically that, that helped you get maybe the next gig that you got or the next event that you were able to to 
do? Well, yeah, you know, word of mouth is a beautiful thing. And uh, people referring you on because of something that you did. And being involved with different organizations and different groups, different networking, um, those are the ways that I've done that, reaching out and being a resource for the reporters, because I've been on Harrow, um, help a reporter out where they put out what they need. I've responded. I've gotten some coverage on that. Prime example being the two uh, places where I was published for um, during the pivot through Thrive Global. Um, and then also through a local organization, our destination Colorado, by being responsive when they put things out, responding to what they say. So I was able to be quoted on their site by something that I responded to. Obviously being on social media and the social networks, um, I've been referred several times there. And I hope to get even more involved um, once I launch my official website uh, next month. So there's been many avenues. I've joined um, small uh, organizations, Facebook groups to just have that networking. And you'd be surprised just by doing that without even doing any social media, how you get connected to different people and different organizations. So that's what I've been doing um, to get myself out there. Oh, I love it. And okay, so for our listeners, right? They, they wanna know, like the different tactics. And I think that what you described was great and how to join the groups and be out there in the Facebook groups. And in fact, that's how you and I met is through a Facebook group, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And I want to know what other resources or. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. What other resources or tools or apps do you use in, in your business? What are some things that might be helpful to others to know about the, the different types of tech and tools and apps and all the things out there, softwares that you might use that others could glean from? Well, actually I'm testing out a few apps. Um, one that I can't mention because <laughs> it's still, you know, under, um, what can I say? Not under construction, but it's still being worked out. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Um, but it's going to be a fantastic app. And I'm definitely going to share that once I uh, get on board, get my training. Um, it's going to be something that's going to be able to use on your website when you go to different networking events. Um, it's it's going to be great. So I use that. Um, I haven't been able to get on Clubhouse yet. So, but I hear that's a very great, uh, that's an app. You have, a, you know, Apple though, uh, app, iPad, or you have to have an iPhone, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, so I've just been, you know, there's not a lot of things that I've been using, right, to be honest, but um, I just use what I have at my fingertips, my phone, text messaging, um, DMs. I've noticed a lot of people are doing that now, specific, specifically, sorry, businesses. Um, this whole robot thing or bots and the um, people are getting in your DMs now, but they're actual businesses. So I'm looking into that, but I'm not sure if I want to take that route. Sometimes it feels kind of creepy, but sometimes it's, you know, very advantageous. So um, those are the type of things that I've been doing, just using what's at my fingertips, not a whole lot of apps, but that's about to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it sounds exciting when you get to be at the forefront of a new app that's coming out. That's always a yes. fun, it's always too fun to be a beta tester. Yes. Tell them all what's wrong <laughs> or what's right. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. 
Well, and speaking of Clubhouse, I mean, that's kind of what's happening now is it's in beta and yeah, you're right. It's only for Apple um, as we record this now, but eventually they'll open it up to Android users. And and I've been on it now for since January of 2021. And okay. it's, been, it's been fun. I, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's definitely some benefit to it. I've even heard of people going out and buying a used iPhone just so that they could get on the Clubhouse, you know? Wow. Um, it's like, well, okay. But uh, <laughs> there's there's definitely it's growing and um you know as with any app it always has some growing pains but i've been able to connect with people from all over the world and yes. you know, discuss different topics that are like-minded and it is kind of a fun thing so once you get to a point where you're able to check it out i think you would you would love it um at least i do anyway <laughs> right 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 i heard it can be really over you know it can consume three hours. You're, you you don't even know you've been on there for three hours. Yep. <laughs> I can so. vouch for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I've had some pretty late calls, not realizing how late it was already. And yeah, it was like just talking away. <laughs> And then you get to share the stage and, you know, sometimes it's kind of fun to share the stage with some pretty prominent influential people. And uh, that's one way to kind of, you know, just uh, raise your hand and speak. And it's just like an event, right? You get up on stage to open your mic and your mic is hot and you get to talk. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I want to know, um, let's back up just even more, like what okay. took you to Colorado? What made you go there as opposed to somewhere else? We came here because my father worked in the steel mill industry. And back in the early 80s, the steel mill industry crashed. And he was an employee relations specialist with Crucible Steel. My father's brother was already living here. And when that happened, he was like, hey, you guys should, you know, why don't you think about coming out here to Colorado? It's growing. It's beautiful. I think you'll do well. And boom, that's how we ended up out here out of business school. I had started my first job, but um, wanted to also take advantage of being somewhere else and growing. So that's how we ended up here. Uh Uh-huh. That's Mm -hmm. it. Interesting story. I always like to find out how people got to where they were and how they, you know, <laughs> yeah, they do. So that's awesome. Okay, yeah. question for you: What mm-hmm. advice would you give someone young that's wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? What would you tell them? Know that there's no exact right way to do this. <laughs> All right, remain passionate those- to what you want to do. <laughs> And don't be so hard on yourself. Things are going to happen. What you start out, the direction that you start out where you wanted to go may not be where you end up going, but stay focused on what you want to do. Do all you can to reach that dream. And then also, like I said, please give yourself some leniency and don't waste your time on people and situations where you're not growing, they're not offering, because sometimes we can let ourselves go by the people that we're around. If they don't have vision and focus, we're around them long enough, we get lost in that same lost vision and focus. So just remain true to yourself, be kind to yourself, give yourself room to grow, And most of all, take care of yourself just because you're not working on your business. And I'm talking to Jaquin right now, just because you're not working on your business 24 seven does not mean that you're not passionate about it because 
you're no good to anyone if you're not good to yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. That's one thing that I learned from someone um, in one of the groups that I was in. And it's so very true. So just remain true to yourself. Give yourself some leeway. Do the best that you can and know that there's no exact way to do something. And there's many ways to get there, but it's up to you how you want to get there. I love it. And that's what I was just going to ask you too. What's one thing that you wish you would have known before you started your business that you know now? That is the, the main thing is that it's going to be, it's going to be hard, but if you, but having that passion, you're still going to be able to uh, reach your goals. If you stay focused, you stay on it. And to know that everyone that you work with is not going to share the same passion that you have. I mean, whether it's their business or not, it's just the fact. And I've been finding that out more and more every day um, that people put themselves out there. They do this and they do that. But then when you reach out and try to work with them, they, they just don't have, they don't have that work ethic. They don't have that passion. And it's, it's a sad indictment. Just focus on what you have to do and continue to do that. Right. Excellent. And then um, I also wanted to ask you, how do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of the trends in your, in your industry? What, what kind of things that you, and I know in your bio, you, you're a part of an association. Tell me more about that. What are ways that you keep up on top of the latest and greatest? Definitely by being involved in the Facebook groups that I've joined with the private uh, Facebook groups on there with other event planners. Um, joining other joining organizations that are geared toward event planners um, because they keep on top of all the trends and things that are going on, but doesn't mean that you have to do that, but at least you're in the know. And that's how I do different webinars that, that are offered within these Facebook groups, within these organizations that you, that you join. Those are the ways that you stay on top of things. And then also just being involved with your local um, event planners, seeing what they're doing, um, networking with them. And everyone, all of us are trying to, our ultimate goal is to take care of our clients and do it in the best way possible. And that is that we have to stay on top of things, figure out what we need to do for our clients. And then we take that extra step by maybe taking that webinar, doing, taking that course, um, being involved with different organizations just so that we can be the best that we can be at all times and stay up on everything that we need to stay up on. Who have you leaned on to help you in your business along the way? Who are your helpers? Who are the people that you got information or mentored or, um, you know, kind of got you to where you are now? Wow. You know, you start off with people, but a lot of the people that you start off with, they don't make it to the end with you. And that's something that has been kind of hard for me to deal with, but I'm moving on and I've been blessed to, although those people fall off, there are other people that come on board, but mainly if I have to pick, I would, it would definitely have to be my parents, my daughter, um, my pastor, his wife, my, the few close friends that I have. Um, and then my colleague and friend, um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bowling of Jeffrey B. Jewelers. Um, he's been integral in helping me to keep my head up, stay focused, and not get bogged down in, you know, because it's 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 tough. You love what you do, 
But then there's the business side of it. And that was what was really difficult for me. Because like, oh my gosh, running a business is different than just being an event planner because that's what made everything that I do different. So having those people that are in the industry already that can help you and, and steer and guide you. So those are the people that helped me that are with me now um, and hopefully will be with me uh, to the end. But haven't had a lot, a lot of, you know, support, but the support that I do have, I'm ever so grateful for. Well, and they say to be a CEO, sometimes it's lonely at the top. So it's good to have that support group around you support you and sometimes not always agree with you. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Excellent. Well, um, okay. So how can people reach out to you and get a hold of you if they wanted to explore services that you can do? Because you you can serve any people anywhere, right? Not just necessarily Colorado, but so anywhere, right? That's true. That's true. Because I've done events. Um, I plan an event for my job. We were in Hawaii. I put that whole thing together from here. Um, went there. I did a, a family reunion for uh, some families that come together every other year. They came to Colorado one year and then they went to Atlanta and they said, would you do this again? We had such a great time, but we're going to be in Atlanta. And I said, of course. So I did that. Um, so yeah, we can go anywhere, make connections. I'm, I'm involved with people from all over the U.S. So I have the connections that we can do. So it doesn't have to just be in Colorado. Um, but Colorado is so beautiful. Why not here. So um, they can reach me at my email, which is yours by design. And the S's are Z's, Y-O-U-R-Z by design, D-E-Z-I-G-N 13 at gmail.com. I will be launching my new website, ybdevents.com in April. Um, it's under construction right now, but um, it's, it's coming. It's going to be great. I'm on social media right now, and I will be releasing my new Facebook for biz and Instagram at the same time that I launched my new website, but they can give me a call 720-352-7687. I'm available at any time except Sundays. That's my self-care day. The day that I relax, I decompress and I just watch a movie and just like Calgon, take me away. So <laughs> yes, yes, definitely need a day off for sure. It's like you yes. said, self care, right? Got to take care. Yes, of take care of other people and uh, keep that's right. Helpful. So that's great. Yes. Well, thank yes. you so much for um, your time and sharing your knowledge and the and your journey and how you were able to get yourself through this pandemic and and you know the the ways that you could help with others and get them through this too and being able to connect and uh, share yes. your stuff all over. I really appreciate it. And yes. yeah. Thank and, you, uh, until uh, next time, uh, of course, I always want to encourage everyone to go and review our podcasts. Marketing Expedition podcast reviews are like currency. They're like gold to us. The more you can review and give us some feedback, the better that we become and the more that we can be out there for people to see us. Uh, we're approaching almost 100 episodes now. <laughs> can you believe that? Nice. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and, and so, yeah, we're weekly every Thursday. And so I encourage you, I always encourage all of our guests to share it and, and get it out there in the world. And, um, if you're subscribing and listening, thank you for what you do to, to continue to share this out with others. And, uh, I guess until next time, enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the marketing expedition podcast. 
Find more online at Peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more. 